Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a busy entrepreneur, mom to four boys, wife to a SWAT sniper, and I have been gifted the task to spread the message about the impact your health plays on every area of your life. When you put your fitness and nutrition as a top three priority in your life, every single area improves, including your business bottom line. Join me as I interview some amazing women and gain insight into their health journeys, their struggles, their setbacks, and how you can overcome your own. What's up, guys? Um, so great to see you. Welcome to um, to here for <laughs> being here. I'm so happy that you have joined. I wanted to kind of just take a few minutes today and explain to you um, how I went from a non-athlete to running multiple marathons, half Ironman, different fitness competitions. Um, and then I want to teach you though, how you can do this and get to running your first mile. So it's a lot easier than you think. Um, just a little bit about my story. So, like I said, I was not an athlete, um, in high school or as a kid, I did a bunch of different things and I enjoyed it. Um, I even got into rugby in high school. It was just a club sport. And that's kind of where I found my love for kind of running and activity, but nothing long distance. I went into college and I continued to play rugby. So although I, I wasn't considered necessarily, I didn't consider myself a, a super duper athlete. I enjoyed playing. I enjoyed the challenge. I enjoyed the camaraderie of, uh, of the teammates and playing in different cities and states um, and the whole experience. And then after college, I got into a corporate job and had a desk job, nine to five type uh, situation. And I just had that feeling of I wasn't doing something to help my health. I felt I needed to um, be more active. And, you know, I had a gym membership and I would go and I would work out, but it was just kind of like something I did, no goals, nothing around that. So I was like, hey, I should set a goal. And what kind of goal would I want to do? And so it's funny when I think about it, that, uh, the idea was to run a full marathon of 26.2 miles. And I think about that now. And I think, holy cow, Nat, that's so nuts. No one in my world, nothing at all in my situation or in, in my circle had run anything like this. I mean, not even five Ks. So for me to want to decide to run a full marathon was just nuts, but two very important questions that I asked myself when I decided to do this. And the first one was, um, what if, you know, what if I do actually run this marathon? What will that mean? You know, um, what will come of it? What will I feel when it's done? And the other question I asked myself is why not? Why not me? Why can't I run a full marathon? So what if I've never done it before? So what if no one I know has done it before? Like, why not? So those two very key questions are what if and why not? So to help you here, what I wanted to do is just teach you three things to get you going, to get you moving, uh, to run your first one mile. And yes, I say run, like not even uh, walk, um, not brisk walk or anything, but to actually run your first mile. So number one is to mark your calendar very specifically. You need to mark your calendar when you're going to go, where you're going to go, and how far you're going to go. Let me repeat those. When, where, 
and how far. And you're putting this on your calendar, whether you use digital or paper, but this is very specific because you don't just want to say, okay, I'm going to go run on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, maybe on my lunch break, maybe I'll do it when I get home from, school, uh, from work or when the kids get home, anything like that. It needs to be so specific, just like you would with any kind of other meeting. And this then helps your brain to not have to think about, um, you know, okay, like, it, it, it gives your brain an opportunity that it's already been said, you've already said it, and it gives you that relaxation to know, okay, like I can, I already know when I'm going, I already know it's going to be on Tuesday, I already know that I'm going to walk out my front door, and I'm going to go around the block two times, and then how far you're going. So this could be anything, and it could be a walk, and it doesn't have to be a jog or a run, you could walk. Um, but just knowing how far you're going uh, is key. So those are the uh, three question, three things you need to identify when you're putting this in your calendar. Number two, so number one is mark your calendars with very specific details. Number two is start slow or don't. And I added that or don't because for me, running that first marathon, um, my first race ever, training day one, was a three mile run. I am the type of person that in high school running a one mile timed race to track your progress um, was the worst day. I hated running the one mile. And so on day one of training for this full marathon was three miles. I didn't start off slow in terms of distance, um, but just knowing, okay, I just have to get these three miles in and I can check done. So for you guys, number two is to start slow or don't. Um, obviously you have to be very mindful and pay attention to any injuries you have. Um, that's obviously going to be key. So I don't know your specific situation, but just think about that and be aware of that. But you don't have to start off with like, okay, I'm just going to go for a 10 minute walk, a brisk walk. Like you don't have to start slow. You can, you can go all in. Um, and there's obviously like certain things to, to think about as you do this, for example, like I just said, is your injuries or past history, um, that sort of thing. But um, I don't want you to, to think that, and this is kind of goes against the grain of what you've probably been taught is to start out slow. Um, for me, and like I said, my experience is I hated the one mile, but running that three mile and I'm sure I walked a lot of it. I'm sure it was like a jog, walk, jog, walk type thing for three miles. But the fact that like, I had this like super long goal and I did it gave me the biggest confidence boost that I caught. That was probably the most important day of the whole training was actually doing the three miles that, um, I had set out to do. So that's number two is start slow or don't. And then number three, this is really important. And I did this with many of my races that I had done is journaling. And when I say that, like, I don't mean sit down and hash out all of your feelings and um, all of the deep inner things that you're working on, but journal the time, like the three things that we listed before, when did you go? Where did you go and how far? So like your time, your distance, um, just noting that from day one, is so huge because a week later, two weeks later, a month later, you're gonna look back and, and realize how far you have come. It's it's one of those things that kind of sneaks up on you that the next thing you know, and this is what my case when running the marathon, is I was running 13 miles and an easy day was six miles. 
But remember that first day of running three miles was so hard for me, but it, I didn't recognize that until you like jot it down. So in your journal, you just being very easy, you're going to just put down like, you know, where did you go? How far did you go? And what did you feel like? How did it feel? Was it hard? Um, was it nice? Do you feel energized? Because that's the other thing you're going to realize is that by expending this energy, you are actually going to get more energy throughout your day. And that's like one of those side benefits that you're just like, okay, why didn't anyone tell me this before? So, um, so those are the three things run your running your first mile. You're going to mark your calendar. Um, here too, I didn't even mention this, but super, super, super important is that it's in my opinion, it must be in the morning. So when you're writing it out in your calendar, when you're planning for the week or two or one month ahead, your outdoor runs or treadmill runs must be in the morning because the morning is the only time you have control over anything regarding your day. Um, as you know, if you're trying to do something in the middle of the day or, or in the afternoon, you must run first thing in the morning. So that's key. So number one is mark your calendars. You're going to list when you're going, where you're going and how far. Number two is to start slow or don't. This is totally up to you. Um, it's your call. And if you want to go out and do 30 minutes of a walk jog and you had never run before, I support that. And I think it'll give you that confidence boost that you'll realize I didn't know that that was in me. And that's going to be huge as you continue on this journey. And then thirdly is just to journal it. Tell us, you know, tell, remind yourself, like, what time in the morning did you go? How far did you go? What was the weather like? How did you feel? Um, just so you can look back over time uh, and just see what kind of progress you made, because you will be super surprised about um, how far you can really do this and how far you can go and how much energy you're going to have. So um, make sure you make, no, make note of that. Lastly, then here, I just wanted to provide you guys with a tool to help you. Uh, in a couple weeks, sometime in March, haven't exactly picked out the dates, but I'm going to do a free challenge um, all around this. So I'm going to teach every day on um, how far to go, um, you know, what, uh, what to do, um, when to take rest days. So I'm going to teach you this in the free challenge coming up. And the way to get to that, um, you can go to the link in my Instagram profile bio and, um, and there's a sign up there for the wait list or you just go to www.nataliejean.com forward slash run challenge and make sure you spell my name right. N-A-T-A-L-E-E-J-E-A-N.com forward slash run challenge. Question, do you recommend running within the first 30 minutes of waking up or can it be after breakfast? I would say for me, I really do it first thing. Actually, first thing I do is I read a devotional um, and then I do my run. and if you decide that you want to have breakfast, just, and that's fine, but you have to plug in that time, right? Because if you're going to wake up at 5 a.m. and then you're going to have breakfast and now it's 5.30, well, you don't want to run right after you eat. So now you're not going to run till six. Do you have enough time then to get in your exercise? So that's why I always say like first thing in the morning, there's health benefits to it. Um, whether you eat before or not, I mean, there's obviously conflicting, maybe not so much conflicting information, but there's great uh, health benefits to run before you eat. And there's obviously great health benefits to run after you eat. But 
for me, I run before I do anything else. Um, because, you know, I will sit down for breakfast and my kids will wake up earlier than they normally do. Or I sit and I scroll Instagram because it's breakfast and I've got nothing to do. Next thing you know, time has flown by. So that's the only reason is because you will just get so distracted with other things going on in your life. So, um, but thank you for that question. Um, if you guys have any other questions, please let me know. Otherwise, go to www.nataliejean.com slash run challenge um, so that you can get on the wait list to know about this running uh, challenge coming up. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fit for Business podcast. My hope is that you take some tips and nuggets, things that resonated with you in today's episode, and apply it to your personal health journey. I'm Natalie Jean, and I'll see you next week.